good. I think you've got. I think this is my good side. So it is your good side. Yeah. Every side is your good side, man. Well, my fiance would argue that that's not the truth. Uh, I would have to argue against her that she needs to go see the eye doctor. Well, you'll have to fight her to the death then. She would kill me. She would kill you. She I've and me. See, I've seen the fact that she can do pull-ups and she'll kill me. It's terrifying. Um, that's impressive. She's Congratulations, it. by the way. Thank you. Thank Congratulations you. Congratulations on having. I'm just gonna give you a little cheers, Abba. Abba. Abba, Abba Yoni. It's, Mate, it's Abba. the. It is the greatest. It's the greatest experience. Like life is different now. Life is different now. Yeah, but like, emotionally, like how I just feel different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in a, in the most positive way. You know what? I I I don't. By the way, we're, we are recording. But uh, I. Uh, I would love to be a father. I'm like relishing that day because I can tell you from me, my personal perspective, I grew up without a dad, like pretty much my entire life. And I found a lot of mental uh, mentors, male mentors yep. and male figures throughout my life that I admired. And a lot of people say like, don't ever meet your heroes. Yeah. I've met plenty of my heroes and I respect that they're human beings, that they have faults, yep. that they're absolute like monuments to my success mm-hmm. and where I've got to in my life. And people don't get to where they are without making a few mistakes. But you Many don't get mistakes. Exactly. But you don't make an omelet without cracking several eggs. And honestly, like I'm so glad I got a chance to have some awesome mental mentors in my life. Not only in uh in in, in my personal life, but it just in this Amazon space. And I gotta say, like, honestly, man, you're one of them as well, too. Like surprisingly, I don't think I've ever actually told you that. Thank you. Um man, I, I feel like I learn a lot from you as well, especially when it comes to you know, I said from from day one, the way you approach podcasting, the way you uh, the way you go about it, like one of the one of my pitches mm-hmm. about when I was selling you into everyone that I was selling you into, mm-hmm. I would say that when we were early days of Scala, mm-hmm. when it was still hard to really quantify in really succinct language what we do, you were able to, from the brief interactions we had, mm-hmm. articulate better what our value proposition was in more concise language than I was able to. And that it's a true testament to your intelligence and your ability to break down complex information and effectively communicate it to a stupid person. Oh man, that's just me trying to communicate with myself. <laughs> that's why I'm able to actually encapsulate it because you said all these big words and I'm like, Escala does this and Multiply Me does that. They're two different businesses. One scales you up and one brings, one extends the value of your, custom, uh, of, of your uh, internal team. Uh, by 10x, uh, essentially multiplying yourself. I thought of the movie. Uh, I know this is crazy. Uh, Multiplicity Man uh, with Michael Keaton when have, he figured out a way. How have I not seen that? It's like an old 90s movie, but it's fantastic. He makes a cloning machine as a scientist. First of all, just imagine Michael Keaton. Yep. Former Batman as a scientist that makes a cloning machine so that he can do other things like golf and like go watch movies. And he's like, I wish I could do everything. So he makes a cloning machine in his in his basement. And then he ends up having to like go around murdering his clones. It always ends up happening that way. I need to see this movie. You need to see this movie. I also recommended Demolition Man to you the other day as well, too, which is fantastic. Watched it. Tully not. Tully loved it. She she had seen it too, but really couldn't remember it. It was awesome. It's, it's one of the best classic, best '90s action movies ever. Ever. Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes, uh, Wesley Snipes fighting it out. From the 90s all the way to the uh, apocalyptic future, yeah, which has some very uh, interesting overtones uh, as to the world that we live in today. But uh, speaking of Michael Keaton and multiply, uh, multi- multiplicity, let's talk about Multiply Me, how you guys were able to actually scale up your industry, your business pr- primarily. You guys went from like 50 internal employees to over 250 internal employees in a span of a year and how you guys managed to shatter the 
the notion of the VA culture in the Amazon community. Because again, um, I feel like a lot of people, they want to be able to scale up their team, but they just want to do it with VAs. And you guys are like completely dispelling that notion. In fact, you have the head of your uh, head of your team, Kat here, who yeah. came all the way from the Philippines. She's a fantastic woman. Yeah, she's, a, she's amazing. I mean, honestly, that you know, if I had to, if I had to sum up some of the best, and it's been amazing at Prosper, but just actually being able to spend face-to-face time with Kat. Mm-hmm. We were going to send over more team members from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Just the visa situation at the moment, getting a visa for the mm-hmm. U.S. and the Philippines right now is yeah. problematic. It's like a year wait list to get to the visa, like to the U.S. consulate. Mm-hmm. But um, to your point, mm-hmm. into what you were talking about, there is a... There has been historically in e-commerce and in Amazon, it's always been about VAs, 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 virtual assistants. Yeah. And one of the things that I really want to uh, dispel is the fact that when you delegate tasks, you ultimately ret- retain the relevancy to what's being delivered. So it will save you time. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing necessarily wrong with getting a VA to handle tasks like data entry and you know monitoring PPC, things that are, you yeah. know, Things that are robot, you know, yeah. AI could ultimately minutia. do. Minutia, exactly. And you need, you know, and, and I think one of the most important things is as you grow your business is you always want to be able to buy time. Mm-hmm. Time is our most valuable commodity that we're not getting back. But mm-hmm. when you bring in experts, and this is what we preach inside of Multiply Me, when you find a someone who is accountable, responsible, and you delegate that accountability to them, mm-hmm. that is when you can, A, ultimately have them grow and take full ownership mm-hmm. but also too you are no longer relevant to that delivery so yeah. i think like if people take anything away and it's not even about whether they work with us or not like the, the mindset really needs to shift to how do i optimize my input so that i have more time to do the things that i love yeah and do less of the things that i'm not good at so me personally i'm not a finance guy mm-hmm. you will not catch me in excel docs you you're not I, balancing the book, man. You're I gonna find somebody I that's gonna do it for I you. I don't, and, and Lippy like thinks it's wild, but I <laughs> I don't have access to our zero, like to our uh, you know to our actual finances. Mm-hmm. Lippy handles all that. Like yeah. I'm just that's not me. So I'm saying people need to look at it from the perspective of how do I put myself in the seat where I'm optimized and doing my best personal work. And so yeah. again, going back to multiplying me in the Philippines, mm-hmm. when you're looking to bring on talent, really understand what is the single objective what does success look like when i'm bringing this person on so that i have a benchmark and a yardstick and and that's how for any team member that you bring on that's how you should be looking at it and so the philippines is low cost but when you can find talent we have a recruitment team of 20 headhunting top talent when you can find the right people it's it's a game changer i mean we've only been able to grow from four to 280 in two years because of our ability to identify People at the core of everything in business. And yeah, I'm starting to ramble on a bit here. But, no, no, you're not rambling I, on. This is like perfect because I I, had, I literally mentioned this to Lippy yesterday where you guys managed to, last time that I had a conversation with you and Lippy was when I was over at Elite Seller and the discussion was that there is a talent freeze in the Amazon space. You guys are single-handedly dispelling that myth. Because one, you're approaching it from one one a culture set, a culture mindset. You're dispelling the VA notion, but you're also bringing on so many people that are talented within the space internally, and then passing them outward to other companies. So I know that there's currently right now, from speaking with Lippy, you said the industry is roughly around fifty thousand people short. Yeah, somewhere between fifty and hundred thousand. That's in the U.S. alone. Yeah, there's a there's a skills shortage of about that. And you guys, yeah, I know like it's a far cry from hitting that number. 
but the sheer fact that you guys are actively chipping away at that and the talent that you guys are bringing on board are one professional two uh eloquent educated they understand what they need to do and they're specifically trained to knock out these tasks and they're doing them well so when it comes down to it in my mindset when it comes to running a business you can only do so many things you can only have so many arms and so many cookie jars yeah and i like to look at it as a uh as a skill chart uh, like a pie chart with a spikes everywhere so you can try to max out your skills but you only have so many so many points to be able to actually expand that chart as far as possible why not spike yourself in a couple certain directions and then let the other aspects of the team fill out that chart so you're actually a complete circle and being able to actually operate and function the way that you want to as a business versus constantly dreaming or wondering what if or never having any time at the end of the day like perfect example is the fact that you guys can come here all the way from israel and you can bring people from the philippines mm -hmm. because you're able to build your business up in such a unique way that it's operational without you guys being hands-on all the time for sure and that's and that again like for for sell for sellers in general let's just have danny walk in let's just bring him in bring bring him in this is a beautiful moment, by the way. Danny McMillan just walked in on the yes. podcast. He's congratulating Yoni. Yoni just had a uh, had his first child, a beautiful bouncing baby boy. Yeah, we're actually recording. It's right over here. Feel free to hop in, Danny. It's cool. This this is happening. So let it, let it happen, man. I'm glad that you got a chance to come here, mate. You are looking fit. I know, isn't he? Man, dude, I, I literally told him, that. this dude's thick. It's like a brick wall. All the push-ups, all the jump rope. This is Matt, what quarantine it, does to you. Uh, well, I mean, he's just such a—you're just such a committed guy. Like watching your videos every day, it's just about the the one percent of just showing up. You know, it's like with everything. It's that uh, um, you have to be shit at something at the very beginning, and the only way you get better is through a set of refinements. Yep. The problem is you've got to identify what you want to do, and whether you will be committed. I mean, I was backed into a corner because I spent tens of thousands trying to fix health problems. Yeah. And all it was was just operate like a normal human yep. being, exercising properly, and it, it, most of that stuff went away. And to be honest with you, one thing about training five or six days a week, I never want to train. I like the results. It's the, it's, it's the, I always say it as well. Like my favorite time of going to the gym is when I leave, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not necessarily motivated to get in there. Like yeah. Tully tells me every time, like you never want to go to gym. I'm like, I never want to go, but I like the output. I like how I feel post. Exactly. And and to your point as well, I feel like when I went keto the first time, it was the yeah. first time in my life where I actually understood what like really feeling healthy felt like. Yeah. And I think you you forget like as you start your diet goes down the you know down the drain, you forget what feeling good feels like. And once you get back to that feeling, it's 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 that baseline effect. And again, that's something that's often lacked, uh, lacked upon in the environments that we work in because we have such busy lives all the time. So it's just like, how, how much time, energy, and effort can I dump into my work? But then you forget about the health side of your of life and how to be able to balance that. So the fact that, one, you guys are both in excellent shape. I swear, I, I try to be as, 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 as good of in shape as possible to go to all these events. But I, I like honestly admire the hell out of both of you. But, but this is the thing, it's not It's not too late. I'm 46 now, it's taken me 46 years to be that level of discipline. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is what it comes down to. Because you think, when you go to the gym, right? You, like, when I started out, I said to him, he, he's in really good shape, big arms, chest, very, like, natural. Mm -hmm. Like, my body wasn't natural and I never had any, not that I was never, look, like, thick muscle and stuff. It, it has to be matured, right? Yep. So... So when you go to the gym and you lift weights and you walk out there, your body aches, right? 
but what you're banking on is if I carry on doing this in 18 months time, not a six week car, not like a. But you're right. Year. That's that's a good it's that's a good yardstick though. You, you're looking at it and you're going in 18 months. I may be near my genetic potential. Yep. Because you've got to be realistic. As you get older, your 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 muscle um, muscle density yeah all drops. You know, and I like I've said to it, been very open. I've done podcasts on it. I'm on TRT. Yep. My testosterone is like 400. Do they give you? Is there an eight? Like I'm very. Uh, we were talk, We've talked about it in yeah. depth, but is it? I think it's probably at about 40 where you should really start to look into it, right? Yeah. It depends. What what we've seen over, if you look at the, the stats, over the years, because life isn't as hard for us that it was for people 50, 100 years yeah. ago, right? So we're getting less men on the tools working. You know, we still have them. They, they support all our grids and everything else. But most people are now in front of computers. Most people have smartphones. Most people can have delivery and all these different kinds of things. So... It's been a natural progression as te- levels of testosterone comes down. Yeah. Now a lot of people, because we've got these the things. The chemicals in food goes up as exactly. well. And then yeah, the it's the chemicals that kill us go down as well. Yeah. So we're not constantly fighting back and forth against nature to preserve our own humanity. Exactly. We've, we've built civilization. We've made it comfortable. And the only issues that we really have are like socioeconomic and mental. Right. Yeah. So we're not really actually doing things to sustain our body, yeah. sustain our life. We have to focus on other things. Well, let's yeah. get back to that. But the, the point I was going to kind of get to is it is a dirty word because you've got uh, to- toxic masculinity and yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's very widespread. And so you've got uh, a lot of men who are not stepping into their masculine because they're concerned with that. And I always say that you can you should be able to be who you want to be, mm-hmm. but be kind with your words. Because I think you've got two sides. You've got the, dri- the gym rat yep. who will go and buy steroids on off the back shelf. Yeah pump himself up and all what happens is not all but just to give you an overview you have too much testosterone in your body what does it do yeah it converts to estrogen yeah. <laughs> yeah. do you know and what i mean yeah another shot i think it's like and, and uh, so, progesterone to offset the estrogen in your I, system. I, I saw a great meme about this the other day it's like um you know of like a totally jacked up dude and it's like trying to attract the chicks and it's really like it's just yeah 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 yeah. it's a jacked up dude and he's trying to get the girls that's not but like i'm sitting here like damn danny you look good you know (laughs) i'm sitting around here just like man you're Freaking great that's the absolute truth but this is the thing is like like what you just made there like you shouldn't get in shape for someone else 100 for yourself yeah right and then what happens is a, a number of side effects. People might play compliments and so on. Um, but going back to this thing with TRT, I get my blood done every three months. I'm probably more knowledgeable about my own health than 99% of the people on the planet. Plus, and, as you should be. And, and it's, what people got to remember, it's got to be an optimal level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're in a range of 350 to 1100. Mm-hmm. Mine's about 1150. But you don't see me running around being aggressive, angry, you know. That's just, do you see what I mean? For sure, for sure. Listen, I think, I think, like, especially where we're at, at, at yeah. in civilization in this time, like, yeah. you track everything, right? Like, I have a watch, it tracks my sleep and, and, yeah. and, and whether I'm getting enough steps, sleep. steps, your calories, like, the amount of work that you do, your, your bank account, your statements, everything. It's everything. I'm saying, like, like, you know, knowledge is power and being able to track it. Like I want to get the aura ring. That's one of the, that's one of the next things that I want to get on it because I want to always be as optimized as possible. And yeah. you have, again, 99. 99- now as a new father, 
it's more prevalent now because yeah. you're not just taking care of yourself. You have a meaning in your life that is you got to be responsible for them. When you don't have children, you're responsible for yourself, and that's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But as soon as the child comes along, you're suddenly more responsible. So your outlook and everything will completely change. Totally. So you're doing it for their benefit. It happened like it happens instantly. Like I'm, I'm only here because I understand the value proposition of yeah. what it means. Me being here, like this is where I come alive. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm extremely extrovert. I love chatting to people, and it's, and I know that coming here is the value proposition i'm going to be able to create a better life for him and you know my my family coming coming to this so totally yeah it's it's instantaneous you know it's funny people don't talk enough about the fact that like from day one yeah yeah it's it's terrible that this is being recorded leo i hope you never watch this um but (laughs) but but two things that no one really gave me the the words up is one is absolutely fucking terrifying when they come out a, a shriveled up little old raisin alien yeah. terrifying <laughs> um, and two is you don't love them the very first minute they come out when they look like that shriveled up the alien father connection is very very different yeah. and so but it built like by day three and four and five and i'm five, like yeah ah, I, i'm, I'm it's about six months i think for, for guys like you've got to understand that connection of a child being developed and grown inside the womb she's that child lived there yeah and so for nine months and it's been preciously taken care of yeah as men we don't have that same form yeah dependent on the mother exactly we we as guys are there as the shield more than anything Mm -hmm. because even if you go back to evolutional biology and psychology and stuff in the most vulnerable state a lady would be in is when she's pregnant yeah and so everyone would take care to protect her and even though times have changed on a biological level that's still the case today and I think as far as what happens, we get to bond when they move, they smile mm-hmm. and they start having action so that you can do your part of maturing yep. and, and and have that kind of, con- not conversation, but the interactions that you have. And it grows for us, I think. It's very... It's it's like, it's just the me- it's the most incredible learning opportunity, evolution as, a, as, you know, like for me, before going into it, I was like, I, I want that experience. I want to, like... It, it, it's already taught me more in two weeks than I could have ever imagined. It's yeah. uh, it's just so special. Yes, it is, and um, and there's more to come. I imagine you're planning on more children uh, at some point. I, I I made the foolish mistake. I said to tell like a week after. I'm like, all right, how many are we gonna have? And she's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, and so everyone's like, no, 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 no. You got to wait at least three months, even start talking about six months is when you can start talking about it. But yeah. mate, I. Like before going into this, I, I'm I'm one of two. She's one of three, um, or four actually. Um, she they had an adopted, uh, adopted uh, another uh, son. Yeah. But um, like I could see two and three, and like I I, I get it now. I get why. Um, it's just it's amazing. No, you honestly you pass the precipice in your life where you're no longer the bachelor. You obviously. Uh, became a uh, a uh, material like instantaneously, and you, you're now stepping into that 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 further chapter of your life where you're just you're willing to nurture, you're willing to grow, building your own tribe and your own family, and you already have your own tribe and family out here on the Amazon tour. Um, obviously, everything will multiply me. You have going on, you're growing a massive team over there, so now you're growing a massive team at home. Yeah, it's exciting. Also, with the dog, you know, can't forget our firstborn, Dusty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome. 
When are you gonna bring your dog to the show? I would, I would love to. I would love to. Would you be able to make the flight? You think so? I don't think. I don't know what what customs is like here. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it to her. Tell you what, why don't we just have an event in, uh, in this room? We're actually, we're actually looking I'll bring, to. I'll bring all the equipment. We'll do. If Danny shows up. I honestly think three, uh, three mics, three podcasters. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's better than Joe Rogan show. <laughs> well, we, maybe. We probably don't have that audience. <laughs> maybe. But no, there you go. I do like Joe Rogan. Oh, he's amazing. He is. He, he is. The they're, shit. they're even trying to cancel him now. They can, you can't cancel Joe. He's just too powerful. Yeah. But for the right reasons to win. Like, yeah. For him. What I like about him, he looks for the objective truth. For sure. Because I feel we do live in a bit of a culture where we go, this is my truth. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's no, the he's perspective. Looking for the truth. He's looking for the truth. And obviously, he got un- unpicked apart by by bringing on a guest who is meant to have, and he did, a lot of credibility. Yeah. But it's, what's interesting, CNN and newscasters can get away with updating news as it goes, as new information comes along. But Joe gets held to ransom on that. It's 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 it's, crazy, it's it? insane. It's insane. And also, they take like a little audio bite from you know, his sessions are three and a half hours, probably on average three and a yeah. half hours long. And to take, you know, a couple of couple of sentences. Also, like he's very strategic. He brings all sides. He has very very um, what's the word I'm looking okay, for here? Well, well, the guests that he has are very controversial a lot yeah. of the time. And he's like one of the few people on the planet that's willing to actually sit down. And have a conversation, a genuine conversation, and listen. In his head, he doesn't buy into the label that they're controversial. They're a person that he can have a discussion with, and then he wants to see: is this actually going to develop into something that would be controversial? Yeah. At a, at a certain point in time, he just wants to hear all sides of the perspective and get a better understanding of it, which doesn't happen today in modern society. It's it's essentially you just consume what the news tells you, and that's the truth. That is fact. That is fact to life. Totally. So I mean, I mean, think about it. Stuff, we don't have enough time in a day. Able to educate ourselves on what's actually going on in every single aspect. We just are supposed to take the objective opinion, right? The objective opinion of the people that are uh, hired to actually do the research and then provide that to us uh, without a bias. But there's always a bias. There's, there's, always, there's always an agenda. Bias. Whether it's financial, whether it's uh, whether it's pro- whether it's uh, motivational and other aspects, uh, but there's always a bias. So uh, being able to get that information unbiased is very rare. I, w- I was thinking, I've been thinking about this a lot since we've seen the invasion of the Ukraine and and about the whole notion of dictatorships. And you just look at the, you know, the standing countries like North Korea and Russia and China. It is just so wild to me that someone has that level of ego and belief that they are the ultimate decision maker for an entire country. It's no wonder that Absolute power, absolutely it's corrupt. Absolute psychopath. Yeah, like you He's have got no um, empathy gene. It's gone. It's gone, and 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 it's crazy because you know, I think about if I were in a position right where I could govern an entire country, I would want to share that responsibility and load and have experts in every aspect of it. And it just goes to show that you have to be wired a certain way mm-hmm. to create a you know a monarchy in that sense of where it's like you know passed on from father to son or it's uh it's just crazy like you have to be an absolute psychopath to yeah. to do that yeah i mean like the stuff you talk about power we i did a show with isabella called uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely yep and the more behind the show was is that you hold down your own power you don't take from other people mm-hmm. for the power do you see what i mean yeah i think if more people had agency held down themselves Yep. then a lot of this stuff will start. You're always going to get a certain crowd that's going to go that way. Well, it's, it's like the, the notion of like 
you would rather take, you know, if you had a room of 100 people and you had one genius and you had 99 smart people, the 99 people are always going to come up with a better solution than even the one genius in the room. And so it's the same logic of I want to build, like when I'm, when I'm pitching Multiply Me, when I'm talking about it, it's my team is much more capable, intelligent. They're the people you want to speak to. Yeah. I, I'm literally, I do a couple of things well, that's it, you know. That's all you need to be able to do. Be good with people, be understanding, and do a couple of things well. That's it. The rest, you can pay people to do a proper wage to do the job before, you know, before. Absolutely. How's your guy doing, by the way, That's in uh, the, that was in the affected area? Fine now, right? Yes, he's, uh, he's a lot better now. Um, it's, that took him out for about a month or so. Yeah. I put him and his, because his sister-in-law was pregnant. So I sent a load of money over, not load, but enough over to for them, pay. for 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 the Philippines, yeah. a load of money. I said, look, your job as a man, you need to take care of, make sure she's safe, yep. she's vulnerable because she's pregnant. And so I sent some money and put the whole family in a hotel for a few days over the Christmas period. Such a good dude. We'll be able to get things sorted. You know? But it must be terrible. Like this is why I think we, what we're so lucky that we live in the most peaceful times ever known, recorded. Yeah. It's just with news is bad news travels fast yeah so that's what's presented you don't hear of all the good stuff on the yeah. news it's not sexy it's not it doesn't it's, sell it's not, it's not profitable no, yeah. it's not profitable nobody cares uh, nobody wants to uh, the news stations don't want to advertise firefighters taking cats out of trees anymore yeah. because that doesn't get the eyes that doesn't get totally the it's the same thing with anything on uh, any digital website any like any digital news like it's crazy i, I mean uh, it was televised, but there is like becoming more and more sort of peace in the Middle East. Like Israel has signed agreements with the UAE and Bahrain and a whole lot of countries that historically would not have ever had dealings with. I get retarget, I get targeted on LinkedIn now. You know, we want to invest in Israeli companies because I sit in Tel Aviv. You know, uh, we can lend money. We're VCs, buy property here. Like the relationship has shifted so, and you don't really hear too much about that. All you hear about is, you know, last year there was a war. Um, you know that, that that I lived through nothing like obviously how terrible this is, what's going on in the Ukraine, but um, you know you see that because it sells. And, and and also I feel, you know, so much empathy for the the Russian people that don't want to war, but they've been stigmatized as well because of their they're, leader. They're lumped so into that. they're lumped in, and now you listen. Getting... I, I can tell you some stories on the ground. Um, uh, one of Tully's best friends, uh, her parents live in Russia. And, and they're quite—they're uh, quite well to do. Yeah. And some of the things that have happened. So they took all of their money. They converted it from ruble to dollar before it all really crashed. It's sitting in safety deposit boxes now. They can't actually get the money out because it affects everyone. He's got assets. They can't leave because they've got. Assets. So many people are actually against, obviously, what's going on. And why they took the money out in the first place is that what Putin said is that anyone who's over whatever threshold it is. They will literally dip into their accounts to fund the war. So it's that's how crazy is that? Dude, the fact that that's become a standard for countries now. It's like at any point in time we have some conflict, we can seize your assets, your personal yeah, wealth. Yeah, your personal wealth. Just to be able to actually fund our our grievance or our agenda that doesn't even affect you, but we it affects the political people, the people that were elected by. Uh, by, by, by the constituents in that country to actually be able to push this, uh, this narrative that they want to go after. It's so just, that, it's that crazy. Is, uh, that's crossing the line, man. That's crossing I the line. I mean, he's done a lot of things to cross the line lately, but yeah, it's just... 
I'm going to jump out, gents. I've got a sore sort out this party. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'm glad we got a chance. I'm, I'm glad. No, very interesting we're, we're conversation. Yeah, yeah. We went about 20 subjects. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I yeah. thought we could easily <laughs> yeah. dice this up and just yeah. like, roll with it. And then yeah. you get all the clickbaity stuff. Get that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. No, man, it's cool. I'm so, saying I don't care too much about the, um, you know, the, the Amazon seller mindset of like, how do I just do this one thing? Like yeah. thinking at a higher level and I don't know. I love I feel like conversations in this community can be far more diverse. Yeah. Um, and it's not just about how do I push this widget? Yeah. It's how do I actually build up my business? How like the, there's there's a lot of human interpersonal uh, aspects of the uh, of this of this uh, entrepreneurial space that aren't really getting touched on because yeah. everybody's focused on how do I just move product? How do mm -hmm. I just move product? And I was like, how do you make a better roadmap for your customer? How do you make a better internal environment for your own team? How do you how do you how do you make the satisfaction, the output, the productivity, ten uh, x in your own team? Did you see my Did you see my BDSS talk? No. So so uh, it was all on. It's all on. It's called growth by design, and the mm -hmm. whole notion is how do you get in the mindset of yeah. removing yourself from being operational and critical to your business, mm -hmm. and, and actually building the business for the purpose of not working a hundred hours a week in it, yeah. but creating the time and financial freedoms that you went into starting a business to do. I, I feel like a lot of people in this space, they, they kill themselves for the sake of this business. Um, and they take the human aspect of themselves out of the equation when it comes to building their business. And this is something I believe that you've touched upon on multiple situations. It's like, how do you bring yourself back into the situation? Yeah. And how do you get your own life back? And if that's scaling, like what's the cost of scaling? Yep. Is working an additional 30 hours every single week uh, more profitable for you than hiring three people to actually do that job for you so that you can actually have some freedom to live your life because the longer that you burn your candle at both ends, the faster you're going to expire. Is is what you're building worth your early expiration? 100%. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge uh, fan of Roland Frazier and one of his whole things is as you have the means, mm -hmm. buy time. Yeah. Like, all I'm focused on is how can I, as quickly as possible, invest every dollar into buying more and more time. Yeah. I have a full-time executive assistant right now. Yeah. I sent her an audio note and it's done. All the flights, accommodation, event, like whatever I need. Mm -hmm. And it's even outside of that, doing research projects, yeah. you know, booking in my meetings, handling my calendar, responding on my behalf. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm working as hard as possible yeah. to make myself as redundant as possible, as quickly as possible. Now, what, what I really like about this, and uh, this is just, to me, it's next level thinking when you when you honestly think about it, right? It's like, you're not just doing it for yourself, but you're actually helping other people out as well. Totally. Right? Because there's the economic factor of it where a lot of people don't have, one, the capacity, the the ability, the, the skill set to actually be able to go find local jobs locally in their own area. So to be able to have them do this work digitally for you on your behalf, is benefiting not only them but their economy at the same time. So in a way, it's it's very philanthropic to actually outsource mm -hmm. to outsource your work. You're you're helping. I, also, I had this I had this conversation um, about about sourcing in Mexico. Like if Americans brought their money to Mexico, you guys would change the economy yeah. in Mexico yeah, overnight. Yeah. It would go from a third world country to a first world country, and the fact that it's right next door, you have no idea how you would change this. But I'll let you I'll let you continue now. Yeah, no, just uh, I mean to your point, it's mm -hmm. it's it's. Also empowering people mm -hmm. to achieving their greatest. Like for me, mm -hmm. I'm mo like the thing that I, I'm a huge believer of the gift of giving without the expectation of reciprocation. And on yeah. the back of that, 
comes the ability to, I want to grow people's talent. I want yeah. them to succeed and achieve. Mm -hmm. And I'm also getting a phone call. It's okay. I am. Tom. Hey, mate. Can't hear him, but I think they want me back at the booth. Tell you what, man. We'll wrap it up. I know this has been a wild uh, bit of a podcast session. Uh, it's taken some twists and turns. We've had some some guests some guests pop in, but I just want to thank my fantastic guest and good friend Yoni Kosminski with Multiply Me. You can check them out. All the links will be in the socials below. Uh, you can head over to multiplyme.com. You can check out wearearscala.com. Um, Yoni's going to be speaking at several events later on this year. Everybody, take when you see this, congratulate him on being a father because <laughs> he's going to be an amazing dad. He obviously runs a tight ship uh, with his own team. And he's very flexible and loving and caring for his own team. So I know that he'll be he'll have that same empathy and dedication to his own uh, to his uh, soon to be future wife and uh, and his son. So I just want to say Mazel Tov to you, man. Thank you, brother, and thanks so much for uh, having me on. It's uh, always a pleasure, mate. I see you much more than a friend than anything else at this stage. Oh man, we're gonna be gym buddies one day. Hundred <laughs> percent. Let's do it. All Multiply right. me, everybody. Thanks. Hit like, subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs>